Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And welcome to Get the Table, another wrestling roundtable discussion podcast with myself, Adam Wilborn, and the Deadly Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamflet and Michael Sidgwick, here to discuss another burning wrestling issue. And today's issue is what needs to happen at NXT Vengeance Day. Now, Hamflet, this is, of course, the first time that NXT's gone on the road since Stand and Deliver over WrestleMania weekend. How do you think this show's going to be received? Oh, that's a loaded question uh, by the people that are really into NXT, which we know to be a smaller number than the main roster, but a dedicated one. They've definitely established a, a growing base. one. Yeah, a growing one. It was a growth product in 2022. Uh, I think they'll be quite pleased with it. It's really hard to gauge, though, what the wider um, wrestling fan base view will be of this one. Off, we review NXT every single week, but often it feels like we're the only ones watching it, let alone reviewing it. It doesn't tend to get coverage unless there's a particularly gifable moment or a shareable moment or something that almost like pierces the bubble of the wrestling media in general. So I would say to the fan, the hardcore fan base, I think we'll probably be quite satisfied with this because it feels like a big show. They're back in a big arena, as you point out, and there's stakes to the matches. But on paper, it's really hard to see where the you know zeitgeisty moment is coming from where the thing that you talk about this month in wrestling can't do it in years anymore mm. Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega was all the way back on January the 4th when it were all black and white you know <laughs> we've since had like another match that could easily maybe two or three on one dynamite that could be match of the year this doesn't feel like it's got that but that's not to say it can't satisfy the base yeah, and in terms of, uh, like Hamlet alludes to there, getting discussed a little bit more, it says, you know, normally they've done a lot of these NXT premium live events or whatever you want to call them on just the, tu- the Tuesday night for the show. They've put it on a Saturday. It's a proper, they've taken it out of the, the performance center. It's going on the road and what have you. Does that make you lean perhaps more in the direction of a big title change on this show, Sige? I would certainly like to think so. No offense to Braun Breaker. I think you could put either champion or challenger on the main roster and they would get over and flourish because they both bring something really unique and captivating. They're two of the most entertaining acts on an incredibly uneven show. Yes. By definition, (laughs) by definition, some of the wrestling on it is very, very poor. Some of the promos on it are very, very poor. But the appeal, I guess, other than getting some more money from the USA Network, is that the ultra-dedicated hardcores can watch someone be nothing and then watch them become somebody. These guys are already somebody. Um, I think it's going to be very dramatic on the basis of it being in an arena. Um, It's a WWE steel cage match. So for me, there's a ceiling on that quality. But Bron Breaker... I feel like he's done everything he can do mm. as NXT champion, and his character can't really eat too many defeats before he doesn't become Bron Breaker anymore. So I would like to see the title switch. I can convince myself that there's going to be a title switch. And Grayson Waller, 
could probably do with a little bit more time in NXT. Not because it's going to radically improve his wrestling ability or because he needs more character work or anything like that. The guy is a natural, mm. so charismatic, got such a unique, not a unique character. If anything, he takes a pretty worn WWE character, the chicken heel, and he just vibrates around the place mm. and is very charismatic Great, about yeah. it. He doesn't just read his Wikipedia <laughs> list. like He just gets high on his own obnoxious behavior. <laughs> so I don't think he necessarily, as an act, needs more time in developmental, but I would love to watch him for like six months mm. be the undisputed star of that show to carry it, to do the show opening promos that they insist upon half of the time. I want, him to, see, I want to see him be the guy because I don't necessarily see him as the guy in WWE. As talented as, as, talented, sorry, as I think he is, I don't think he's the guy. I don't see him as this sort of ace figure in waiting that is just waiting to be coronated. But I didn't see that. I didn't see how much I would like him now, six months ago either. Mm. I think he continually evolves into the role. He feels bigger, more entertaining. Maybe six months with a belt could be the making of him. And that could be the role that he plays in the main roster in the next five years or so. I'm intrigued by the story they've been telling with it as well, because it's been about, you know, uh, Grayson Waller being in Bron Breaker's head rent free. As some people may say, he's been winding oh up. They're running this back because obviously at the previous title match, uh, Breaker smashed into the turnbuckle. That broke the ropes. They were sort of fixed. And then mm. as it looked like uh, Grayson Wall was about to win, the ropes broke again, spilled to the outside. Now Shawn Michaels, Michaels has made this a steel cage match. Does that stipulation Why change Why did you not make the ladder match? You should have thought, <laughs> thought of that one. Does the stipulation make you think a title change is more likely? Yes. Um, one of the inherent flaws I think most people find in WWE steel cage matches is that you just it becomes a climbing contest or a babyface has to leave the fight in order to win. However, here, you do at least have what is NXT's richest prize uh, that could be won by Grayson Waller, literally crawling on his hands and knees away from Bron Breaker. That is very much in keeping with these two characters. He can annoy Braun Breaker to the point where Braun Breaker could make one mistake. Look, he ran into a post in the first match. He could run into a steel cage the second time around. Then all Grayson Waller needs to do is crawl away. So it's very much in keeping with um, his character and what they would do with the heel. It's not something WWE have been shy of doing before with certain heels. They're a little bit less protective of their belts in that regard. They don't see it as a shameful way for a heel to win a title. Uh, you've got things like the Steve Austin victory over Vince McMahon when the Big Show threw him through the cage. A ring broke, so a cage can. You know, the yeah. precedent set for, like, things just go in Grayson Waller's way uh, that gives Bron Breaker the perfect exit from NXT, which is something I think we've all forecast for a little yeah. while now. I will say, right, and there's other sort of evidence of this on this card. Back when Triple H was running this, uh, what a lot of people consider NXT's peak, I don't personally, but around, say, 2018, as a super indie, these weren't wrestlers on these incredible takeover cards that were ever going to please Vince McMahon. Now we know potentially it's not Vince McMahon that yeah. needs pleasing anymore, but there are very few of those types of wrestlers. This card is full of those prospects that, is, as Cedric points out, in Grayson Waller's case, over six months, in Bronze, over 12, and in various different cases, are mostly in house prospects that might stand a chance on the main mm. roster. It is, if nothing else, on this card alone, looking like a more effective developmental model for WWE long term. Um, I do think Waller wins. But the six months to 12 months with the title is seasoning rather than seeing if he can sink or float. On the quality, before we move on, very, very quickly, I'd like to see them go the San Martino route with a cage match just once. Mm -hmm. The idea being that it kind of makes sense 
for the babyface to willingly leave the cage after he's just battered his opponent. <laughs> and the idea is he takes mercy on them. Yeah. But that's the thing. He beats someone up, which is what the people, the public, want the babyfaces to do. But they can't be too savage about it because they're meant to be honorable blokes. So beat him up to a pulp and then show mercy on Waller, who might get respect for taking the beating. Like round out what it present is a pretty one dimensional act and then leave the cage. Like make it a bit more timeless. Mm. Don't do a climbing contest. But Waller's whole thing is that he loves to go viral at the expense of championships and all the rest of it. So he's going to do something stupid off the top cage, <laughs> off yeah. the top of the cage. Uh, Phil, do that thumbnail. So that's what he's going to do. <laughs> Can you do one of the ones where like there's blood everywhere and like <laughs> legs have been chopped off by a chainsaw? It's like that happened. I have to watch that. No, it didn't. But it's NXT, so they could legit question. Yeah, yeah, Is that yeah. what's going on down there now? <laughs> Um, yeah, Br- Bron Breaker, more than ready to, to move to the main roster. Someone else who arguably is, and she appeared in the Royal Rumble match, of course, is Roxanne Perez, NXT Women's Champion. She's defending it in a triple threat against the two remaining members of Toxic Attraction. Um, I think she retains in this one, no? Yeah, they've kind of created, um, it's WWE stuff, they've created a viable, easy win but in a way that if you just suspend your disbelief beyond the point of no return, you can think, oh, she's really under pressure here because it's a handicap match, effectively. Uh, Roxanne Perez wowed people in that Royal Rumble. You could hear it in the building. I think, Sid, you mentioned Pat McAfee sounded audibly disappointed on commentary that she'd been eliminated. She's looked a level above from the day she walked into the Performance Centre and onto the show, and I'm glad she's got the title now. And whilst there is... uh, there's a certain feeling that she's going to be here for a good time rather than a long one because the main roster women's division desperately needs someone like Roxanne Perez right now. I don't think this is a match where she loses the title. The building is good for it. Like She's going to get the type of response that Royal Rumble aside, she's not really been able to get into WWE yet because they do operate at that performance center most weeks. So it's going to be nice to see her yet again performing in front of a slightly bigger crowd. But Toxic Attraction, truthfully, at this point, are a novelty heel act. They're not the stable they were. They didn't have that, like... It's fake feeling, but dominance nonetheless because of title yeah. reigns when Mandy Rose was there and they all had belts. So, yeah, Roxanne Perez to win, and it's more about just how good she can make this, I think. Yeah, I don't have high hopes for the match quality here. I just don't see enough in Toxic Attraction um, from the tag team matches. Like, can you name, hand on heart, a classic or even excellent, really, really strong Toxic Attraction tag team title match? Yeah. I can't recall one. Nothing stands out. Roxanne Perez, tell you what, if nothing else from this match, you'll get a a true indication of just how far she can go in this company. I think she can go to the very top. She's incredible at such a tender age. Um, And I'm not saying that Toxic Attraction are useless performers, but I don't think they are at the high end of the women's scene in North America. And I think Roxanne Perez, I think this is like a a challenge. Mm. As much as they think, as much as they want to sell it, it's like a captivating story and the odds are against her. It wouldn't surprise me if this is a political challenge given to Roxanne Perez by the NXT management team to say, right, okay, well, can you make something out of this? Mm. It's a trial. NXT is developmental, a brand unto itself, a weird hybrid of the two, but they definitely, definitely give pretty obnoxious stories on purpose to their top stars. Like you'll never convince me that break I wasn't being tested with the Gacy stuff. Yeah. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Uh, let's talk about their tag team title matches. Um, you've got uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carr taking on sort of odd couple tag team Fallon Henley and Kiana James with the classic WWE question pamphlet: Can they coexist? No. And yeah, I think they might win. Yeah. Uh, I sense that there's, we'll get to it, I guess, another potential dramatic split happening elsewhere on this oh. card. So it's not going to be in this one. Um, the, the problem is with this match is that there is no way the tag team champion should lose. No way at all. They're established as friends. They're the longest standing team on this brand to the point where they existed before the belts did, <laughs> this tag team. Uh, and yet, they're not really involved in this story. They're the passengers in the angle that is taking place between their challengers. Um, I think you've got the fact it's it's not good optics here, but unfortunately the challenges will be defined by what's going on with the men in their lives currently. And I could see that playing into them getting the big win. Um, for those that don't watch NXT, and it might be a lot of people listening to this podcast, there is a situation occurring where you've got two challenges where Fallon Henley owns a bar and Keanu James wants to buy it. It's the best. Don't ask me what that is to do with this tag team title match, but that's what's happening in their lives that actually matters. They'll put that those differences to one side for the night and they'll get it done and the celebration will take place in the bar. It's all for the heel, Keanu James, to ultimately take the bar from underneath Fallon Henley. I'm talking about a bar. Like, that's what's happening. I'm talking about a bar. There's now a relationship that's been folded, a romantic relationship that's been folded into the storyline as well. The belts are secondary to all of this nonsense. But the nonsense is what matters every Tuesday night. So I think the titles are changing hands. They're fighting over shampoo all over again. But every angle is fighting over shampoo in NXT. It's going to be surreal 
watching this one play out in an arena. Yeah, yes. more so than any other match. Or four women go. Oh God, it's a wrestling match. Yeah, I know. We've got this very endearing. Um, affectionate relationship towards NXT, and it's not necess- on this podcast anyway. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, <laughs> wherever, where we have a perverse enjoyment of certain storylines that unfold on it. This is about a bar. The person who wants to buy the bar, plot twist, the friend of the bar owner wants to chuck his muck up her, <laughs> and that's all that matters. That's all that matters to the writing staff yeah. of NXT. Champions basically walked into shot on Tuesday and were like, Title match? Guess yeah. so. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Matches, who wins, who loses, it's all secondary. Um, it's going to be positively surreal, like, to a quite sobering degree, watching this happen in an arena. As you said, Hamlet, ah, oh, oh, it's about wrestling. <laughs> it's about wrestling. It's going to be strange as well to see the reactions. Like, who's going to go to this show? Mm-hmm. Like, the people who actually watch it or the, see the WWE branding on it? Yeah. If 4,000 people go crazy at this match, it might completely alter my perception about this entire <laughs> brand. Very interested to see, like, the reaction this gets. Yes, over to you, Charlotte, North Carolina. And I think you'll find, technically, uh, the way they got the tag title match was one of the blokes got it for them. Yes. Uh, Jensen said, I've Oh, they out. can't have agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot, I forgot about that. Um, it I'm was s- the bloke who wants to blow his beans up. Uh, <laughs> and James. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm nervous to talk about the next match, the NXT Tag Team Championship match. Um, with three great teams in there. New Day, um, Gallus, Pretty Deadly, and Chase U. I'll leave it to, to you to guess which one we are <laughs> not as big a fans of as the others. Um, you know who I'm rooting for in this uh, match who? is, of course, Chase U all the way. Um, but there's also that specter of, could Duke Hudson maybe not be what... He's pretending to be. This is starting to feel like the weirdest podcast. Remember when we would occasionally do those like G1 primers? Where it's like, no, if you're in New Japan or how like the, like the maths work, or whatever, like, this is the crack. We're doing that for this nonsense. Chase you, for anybody that hasn't seen NXT, Andre Chase is a lecturer at a university that exists within the body of the performance center that has three students. Chase you! Uh, but Duke Hudson. There's, some, was, there's more, there's more in the crowd. That's right, yeah. Sorry, they have a, they have a gang at various points. Are they wrestlers? Uh, or, or are they just on a university course about wrestling? He's training them to become wrestlers on his university course, and he's won two matches ever. Uh, which he can also sack them from. Yes, he can which get rid of people from the university. Of the uni, basically. Um, the university. We're taking the piss, but Andre Chase is great. He's oh, the he's, best. It's a terrible role, dot, 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 that he is great in. <laughs> yeah, which is the case with a lot of these NXT characters, I guess, caricatures. Um, Duke Hudson, speaking of caricatures, was a failed poker player. Yeah. In his NXT lifespan, and has got dealt a bad hand, and has been looking for direction, uh, and have found it seemingly in Chase U. But we have seen, not through any kind of hidden camera, but for the massive WWE one, that he doesn't really like it, and he's just waiting for his opportunity to turn on Andre Chase. Luckily for Duke Hudson, Andre Chase never watches NXT because he's busy marking his papers, presumably. Nor does Thea Hale, this genuinely earnestly brilliant babyface. Oh. Do they study their own tape for? Progression no, in their education. He makes them watch like Halloween Havoc 1995 yeah. or something, like because that's what this week's exams on. They've never. Shouldn't you be watching like your own mistakes and things? Well, and that way you could detect 
that Duke Hudson isn't quite on the up and up. I, I assume that's why NXT grew in 2022, because all the students from JSU were watching <laughs> it. Maybe. Inflating the numbers. Anyway, we'll be in flipping, but that's where the heat is in this I love one. It. The New Day. The heat? I'm, I'm jumping to like the tag team champions, the New Day, oh, yeah. right? Are <laughs> uh, the tag team champions and shouldn't be under threat here whatsoever. Pretty deadly, legitimately great. Another act that kind of we all think are kind of main roster ready, really. Mm-hmm. They've it feels great. Like they came from NXT UK, which doesn't seem possible, yeah. quite frankly, but like they could have skipped. They're entertaining. I know, yeah. This uh, Speaking of NXT UK, not being entertaining, Gallus are there. Anyway, <laughs> the New Day are defending titles, and you kind of expect them to win because this feels like the platform more for the Chase University split and Duke oh. Hudson to reveal that he's not such a great guy. Andre Chase can sell it with anger in the weeks to come, but it's going to be Thea Hale's heartbreak that I think is the uh, the emotional core, and yours, actually, the emotional core of this one. You like to close the Royal Rumble, basically, all over again. But bigger yeah. and better and more talked about. New day to win, hopefully by pinning Gallus. And uh, yeah, Chase Shooter split after the fact. New day retain here. Who's in the match again? New day, Gallus, pretty deadly, and uh, Chase You. These multi-man or multi-person matches usually exist when you want to tell some stories with the rest of the field, but just keep it on the champion. I don't care. Mm. Ultimately, who wins? And that is a problem with a lot of WWE programming. Um, Pretty Deadly were great crack. Remember when I had the belts, used to do this thing, and it was side play check. So, yes, I want to see that again. It was really funny. Like, Pretty Deadly are genuinely a good act. WWE main roster fans will eat them up. And actually, I don't want them to win because it might hasten their promotion Mm. to the main roster if they're not saddled down by gold, which is a weird (laughs) phrase, but it exists in NXT somehow. I'm going to go chase you, of course. I think everything's fine. Uh, (laughs) Right, Sid, you punk rat. Who do you think (laughs) leaves as North American champion between Wesley and Dijak? Um, In this match between Wesley and Donovan Dickhead, I think that... It would be genuinely really good. Like, genuinely, I think it will be class. Like, Dijak's usual stock and trade is having Brian Cage adjacent matches as this big daft hoss who can really do spectacular things, not necessarily, like, amazingly crafted, like, compelling story matches, but he'll make your jaw drop once or twice throughout. Wesley... Might be the most underrated professional wrestler in that entire company. There are a few people who don't get their flowers, as the kids say. I'm 37. (laughs) (laughs) I think Wesley, being on NXT, um, doesn't get talked about enough. Sorry to use horrible Twitter speak, because no one talks about NXT. But that could work in this match's favor, because I think it'll take people by surprise, because it will be tremendous. Um... Is it too... Wes, how's long, how long has Wesley had this title? Uh, not long at all. Not long. Defended against Tony D. Back in the last year, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Like, one of the TV specials, I think. Mm. It's one of those where, like, I don't subscribe to, you know, you have to be a big guy uh, to win titles. Or you lose your credibility if you lose to a small guy. It's not the 1990s anymore. I'm very tired. I know this for a fact. But... For his particular character and his size, I don't think it does him any favors, certainly, if he loses this. Um, I'll go with Dijak. Mm. 
I think I think I'll go with Dickhead. I think they've built them up so much. I think Dijak's going to win here, and potentially Wesley could lose upwards if you're putting the title on Grayson Waller, perhaps. Yeah, maybe actually Wesley. I think this is the thing with like Wesley as a babyface champion. It was never. I don't think it was ever really about the run so much as it was him finding the redemption as a singles wrestler, and it was a very nice moment for him to get that. But. He's really great in ring, and he is somebody that is going to put somebody over in defeat. I'm thinking with Sid here, like, Dijak needs this for this character. NXT has had a bad habit, and I guess this is sort of tacitly putting over the book in a little bit, of establishing a gimmick or a character as somebody that is a real threat to everybody and then losing almost instantly, and you never really get that back. Um, You know, Dijak has survived a burn from Von Wagner this week, so the last thing you want to do now is pin him because yeah. he, who can absorb that in one week? Like, I think he wins the title here. Wesley Wesley could be like a low-key earlier call-up than you think. Yeah. I think on the main roster he as well. He could be goaded as well. He, he could be he could be goaded. Wesley's cooking right now. Yeah. And uh, so is Triple H. His WrestleMania plans, that is. Um, he could want more bodies for that show if he wants to sort of start thinking about money in the bank contenders, post-WrestleMania surprise pushes, all that kind of thing. Like, I think Wesley could be one of those. Uh, finally, one name that we constantly talk about as wanting to lose so that they can go to the main roster is Carmelo Hayes, a bit like Wesley, maybe overlooked by certain people because they don't know what a talent he is uh, due to him being in this version of NXT. But his work with Apollo Crews has been brilliant. Trick Williams as well deserves a mention in all this. Two out of three falls. Arguably, this match could be on the main roster. Could be. They'll be chasing that kind of acclaim with this. They'll be wanting match the night on as a minimum. Basically, the expectations will be high for this. Um, Apollo Crews' reinvention been unspectacular but really impressive at the yeah. same time like he needed uh the freshest possible start after a kind of a main roster run that fizzled a couple of times and it's gone really well he plays the veteran figure um that like kind of is able to stay over himself regardless of how results go he just feels super super credible and Carmelo Hayes has been but without maybe other opponents to bounce off all the time that matches credibility he's had a good run but not a great one because I think sometimes he's put in that gatekeeper role rather than just getting the opportunity to get over himself. This is two out of three falls. He's going to get to be both. He's going to get to show that he's had this brand pretty much to himself for quite a long time, but Apollo Crews is now the veteran. By beating him, he's going to have done the lot, at least in one fall. But in losing, he can also go. So they can kind of, over two out of three yeah. falls, they can kind of have the cake and eat it with the Carmelo Hayes character, and I hope they do. Like, I always, it's like you say, I always want him to lose, but only because I want him to get the biggest win, exactly. which is the, the bigger audience. Yeah, do you think Melo hopefully loses so he moves on to the main roster? It's not unlike NXT Redemption, <laughs> NXT 2.0, which it basically still is. Yeah. Uh, you want people to lose that you like, which is complete, it runs totally contrary to what you should feel about professional wrestling, but it's in this weird vacuum, um, a law unto itself, if you like. Yeah, I want Carmelo Hayes to lose. I want him on the main roster. I want Trick Williams on that main roster. I think Trick Williams could go out there in front of a crowd of like 10,000 people and make them all pop their tits off with mm. his incredible patter. Like, he's so funny. He's so charismatic. Um, Hayes is just great. He's got the lot. He's very funny, great in the ring, just has this commanding superstar presence. I think the world of that double act, and I want to see it be as big as it could possibly be. So I hope he loses in two falls in five minutes. What are we doing here? Well, uh, Apollo Crews, for those that don't know, what he did pick up since going to NXT was the ability to literally see the future. Yeah. And uh, he said that he saw that they were going to win. So if if he doesn't win, 
then his powers are useless. Just on Apollo Crews as well, like I know NXT is not the most watched show or the most talked about show, certainly in terms of my timeline. Everyone's is different. Everyone has a completely different lens. Your Twitter one, not your shoot one. It's all we can talk yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Apollo Crews, I think, would almost stun people who, vote, who only are familiar with him from his mm. main roster yeah, days. The yeah. guy is such a... A cool mm. sort of easygoing presence with a lot of credibility. This is going to be a work rate match. It's going to be very, very good at a minimum. Yeah. Um, it's almost if this is like below the three and a half star level, which it won't be. It'll scan as a major disappointment. Yeah. So there are big expectations for this. I think Apollo Cruz wins because again he could be a great opponent for Grayson Waller or Dijak challenging for their championships going forward. Um, and as with both of you, I want Mello Trick Williams on the main roster. Uh, but let us know your thoughts, your predictions ahead of NXT Vengeance Day this weekend on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, watch there. You can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamlet at... Michael Hamlet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at... It's uh, Roddy Piper. Uh, soccer at top's quite nice, isn't it? WrestlingVintage.com. Follow me. <laughs> At M. Sidgwick. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all. Goated. At What Culture WWE. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Discuss it more in the comments. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, including our review of this show on Monday. But enjoy NXT Vengeance Day. My thanks to the Dadly Boys. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.